It is Tuesday morning. Tuesday. Happy day, my friend. Happy to lose day to you. Happy, happy to lose day. Happy to lose day. Happy Tuesday. It's Thanksgiving week. We're coming up. Oh man, it's two days away. Two days till turkey, y'all. So here's the thing. Just a reminder. Your turkey should be in the fridge by now. Oh, absolutely, yes. It should be thawing. You should be thawing that turkey. Like. Especially this year. That's the only way to do it. Uh, Because if you don't know, since July, turkey has been poisoning people left and right in America. No, for real. And they can't even determine where it's coming from. And it's happening all over America. And it's not just the turkeys that we have on Thanksgiving. It's also ground turkey. It's turkey deli meat. All these kind of things are causing salmonella poisoning. Uh, several people have been hospitalized. A few people have died. So you need to thaw that correctly. You need to cook it fully. Uh, you need to wash your hands frequently. I'm sitting here like epidemic on our hands. gagging. <laughs> As you're as you're saying all of this, it is making me literally nauseous just thinking about it. Now I'm not sure that I want to eat turkey on Thursday. That's it. We're having roast. Right, oh, the worst. I'll just eat. The People sides. have roast on Thanksgiving. Y'all are the worst. You know, anybody who has anything outside of turkey on Thanksgiving, I feel like is the worst. Agreed. I am just, not a ham fan. All you people who have ham on Thanksgiving—that's Christmas. That's sacrilege. That's. Christmas That's dinner. heresy and blasphemy. That's the worst. And for all the people who want to get crazy and like really reach outside the box, that's for Easter. Okay. What that's else? Like beef wellington oh, or roast. Sure, sure, sure. Those, yeah, those things. Easter, that sounds good. The only thing that is acceptable on Thanksgiving outside of a turkey is like a turducken. Mm-hmm. Stuff your turkey with another bird and then stuff that bird <laughs> but with it's another still, bird. it's still a turkey. That's exactly right. You just right. got some bonus birds on there. <laughs> exactly. But it'll it'll mix up the taste for you so you're not getting tired, I guess. Oh, I don't goodness. know. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, Hallmark Christmas movie non-alcoholic drinking game. <laughs> Spreading positivity this Thanksgiving and... Your comprehensive guide to all the holiday snacks on shelves this year. But first, it is November 20th, and we've got a few... No, wait, it's not November. Is it? Yeah, Yeah, it's it November is. 20th. Yeah, Thanksgiving's early this year, it I feel like. It is early this year. That's what's throwing me off. I'm you like, know, I'm okay Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving can't be two days from now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm okay with... It's usually like near the 28th. Right, I was, I was thinking like 26th. Yeah. yeah. And now it's going to be the 22nd this year. But we have like a... But... It's always the third Thursday in the month. Always. Yeah. I don't know. How does this, Maybe how we're is wrong. this working? Maybe that's just the way we can conceive of it throughout the year. And then it's always early in the week. Or earlier in the month than we think. No, because I've been thinking this whole time. Christmas decorations are going to be up for a week longer. But I guess not. Maybe it's always the fourth Thursday of the month. Because that's what it is here. Oh, is it? Yeah. So then we have. So then it like, would be in the later weeks okay. normally. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that Perfect. makes more sense. <laughs> Got it. Anyway. Okay. Besides that, it's it November is November 20th. 20th, and we got some holidays to celebrate, don't we, Mo? We do. However, this first one, I'm a little bit confused by, Matt. You're confused? I'm confused. November. T- 
Turdiet. Don't ever heard of her. November 20th. <laughs> is turn a- into Swedish chef again. Heard of her, gurdy birdie. Hush, you. Um, apparently, today is beautiful day. Yeah. Okay, so are we celebrating that the day is beautiful? Are we changing our mindset to not look so negatively on things? Or are we just celebrating the beautiful people today? Uh, it's not beautiful people. It's beautiful sights, sounds, and smells that are celebrated because we live in a world full of ugliness. And so today we want to celebrate the refreshing, the eye-appealing, and the... Uh, world around us then i'm gonna argue that it is beautiful people because there's only one way there's only one way to know whether or not someone is beautiful and that's with sight and that's i mean i can't hear somebody and be like oh well i guess i could never mind yeah come on now (laughs) (laughs) i can't nobody sounds beautiful (laughs) nobody smells beautiful <laughs> only sees, only sees beautiful. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of superficial, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there's no real uh, origin on the special day that we can really figure out. Um, some people think it was inspired by the U2 band song "Beautiful Day" or the Beach Boys song "It's a Beautiful Day." Uh, who knows? I feel really bad about myself right now. <laughs> I'm taking stock of my entire life right now. <laughs> I am. I am. Mo, it's it's beautiful day. You you can't be thinking about your ugliness. You need to think about your, your beauty. You see? You see how that works? You see how that happened? I think it's a trick. <laughs> it's just a scam. This all this really does is point out how ugly everything is. Exactly. <laughs> this is just a comparison game. I wasn't even game. thinking about the ugliness before today. And now it's all I can think about. Now I'm having to do all this life reflection and realize that I'm not as good a person as I thought I was. <laughs> Apparently I'm pretty superficial and I didn't realize that. <laughs> you can't hear, beautiful. You can't. Su- oh, wait. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. I have made Matt's Tuesday. My head hurts. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. You ever laugh so hard like the back of your neck? Like the bottom of the base of your head hurts? So A much. lot. Oh, man. Yep. Whew. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Although it is shame mode day, so it is you Tuesday. know we're just every Tuesday shame mode day. Shame mode day. Um, okay, future teachers of America day is also today. <sighs> I wanted to be a teacher when I grew up. I kind of still want to be a teacher, but yeah. I think the only reason that I want to be a teacher is because, like, the idea of decorating a classroom <laughs> and making bulletin boards. That With each to season, you? uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. No, I uh, when I was in high school, I really wanted to be like an English teacher because my English teachers were amazing and fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to do that. You want to and change so, the students' yeah. perspective of English? So I went, I went into college pursuing a 
teaching degree and it lasted two years. I'm like, nah. I mean, there were other outside factors, but whatever. But uh, now my 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 lord had a different plan for me. This is true. Than to this be a teacher. True. And so now here I am. Deidre wanted to be a music teacher, right? No, she wanted to be an elementary school teacher. Oh. Which would include music, but only as a partial part of the day. Uh, But yeah, she wanted to be an elementary school teacher. Uh, And gosh, she's only... She's less than a year's worth of credits away from getting her... Yeah, getting her bachelor's in education. Do you know now, though... (sighs) If she just has a bachelor's, we can hire her as a teacher, and she would get what's called an alternative license, Mm -hmm. and then she would take classes. Oh, that was the case then, too, where she has to get a master's degree, like, within two years? No, no. Well, every teacher has to do that. Right. Oh, okay. What am I... Okay, I must Okay, so say you have your bachelor's degree in engineering. Is -hmm. that an option? (laughs) I think so. Um, you can become a teacher in the state of New Mexico in Curry County. Okay. You can become a teacher, but you go through the alternative licensure program. Okay. Cause you have to have a teacher's license to be a teacher. Right. Yeah. And once you get your bachelor's in education, you get your teacher's license. No, what we'll do is we'll take your credits. We'll take your, we'll look at your transcripts and review them. We'll give you an alternative teacher's license, and you'll take, it's roughly, I want to say, 10 hours, 10 to 20 hours of credits to become a certified teacher through the alternative teacher licensure program, even though you don't have a bachelor's in education. That's because we are so stinking low on teachers. But... But she was going for a bachelor's in education. Right, right. That wouldn't have counted? She wouldn't have gotten her teaching degree? Because, I mean, hers would have included. Yeah, she would have. If she finished it, she would have gotten it. She would have then had a teacher's license. you're just saying that if you got a bachelor's degree in anything else. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I was confused. So Chris has his bachelor's in organizational management. (laughs) He can be a teacher. I was laughing at that because it sounds weird. It sounds like... I have my bachelor's in arranging my desk. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. It's actually a business I know. degree. It's, a very, yeah, it's, it's an actual thing. It just sounds like uh, I have a bachelor's degree in feng shui. Feng shui. No, that would be interior design. <laughs> right. Um, not organizational management. That's just what I'm saying. It just sounds like it. Jeez, All right, let's keep going. Matt. Uh, oh, sorry. This yeah, is still it's my still day. your part. <laughs> um, today's also name your PC day. Uh, political correctness, Phil. Oh, wait. PC as in computer. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so a PC is one of the things that Topher has on his computer. His computer. His, <laughs> his Christmas list. Who's a dummy now, Mo? <laughs> <laughs> on his Christmas list for this year. And we keep asking him, why do you want a PC and not a laptop? Like, what is what is the appeal to you for a PC? Okay, so as a computer person, what is the appeal for a PC and versus a laptop? Are you asking me? Yeah. As a computer person, I will tell you that a PC is not a desktop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a PC is a program that... Basically, any computer that doesn't come from Apple. 
I'm going to bed now. <laughs> so is he asking for a desktop? He's asking specifically? for a desktop. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that, you're thinking of a CPU, that is a, which is the maybe? base, the, sure. the home base part. Yeah, that's the thing that goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's been years uh, since we've had a desktop. <laughs> honestly, though, nowadays, there is no real That's what we keep reason. trying to tell yeah. him. I would never go back to getting a PC because modern day laptops, especially if you spend a good amount of money on them, like I did on this one, uh, which essentially would still be this, roughly the same amount of money yeah. as a desktop. Um, they do everything a PC can do just fine. And they're portable. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we keep trying to tell him. He wants to download, like, apparently you can download Pokemon games. Get a gaming laptop. That's, okay. Yeah. This is a gaming laptop. It's got to be a gaming laptop. You need to look for, specifically say that word, gaming laptop, because they have uh, much higher memory. Okay. So they won't lag or drag out. Um, But, I mean, you know what? Thinking about that, though, I mean, for him... A lap, a gaming laptop would be fine. Yeah, because he's, you know, he's wanting to play those mm-hmm. low pace games. But there are some like online gaming things that require just a butt ton of memory. Yeah, and so building your own desktop where you can just overload it because yeah. there's still there's only so much space in a laptop. There's only so much you could put in. Right, but you could. You could quadruple that or more in a desktop that you had custom built. Uh, so, I mean, I get that. So, I guess but what if, if we a, had an external hard drive? Like, no, can't that? No, no okay. that doesn't. That doesn't work uh, as you would think it would. It might boost. There are some that boost you slightly, but they don't. They don't. They're not. They're not really capable of boosting the memory all that well. Mm. They're capable of definitely boosting the. Speed space and kind of taking some load off of the memory but not anything that would be significant for gaming okay that i know of anyway uh, whatever <laughs> so yeah but anyway for his need a gaming laptop would be fine uh this one i think was a thousand. Oh my yeah well anything that you want to do that was going to do gaming is going to be more expensive <laughs> You might want to look into desktops because there might be a little cheaper for gaming. <laughs> what I'm really hoping is that my brother-in-law, he he restores computers, oh, completely yeah. rebuilds them. What I'm really yeah. hoping is he can get his hands on one and we can get it from him. Yeah. Get a basic one that allows some customizations and just let him overload it with RAM. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Nicholas. That's, that's what. Go. That's what you're doing for us this year. <laughs> okay. And lastly, it's National Peanut Butter Fudge Day, Matt. Do you like peanut butter fudge? I can't remember the last time I had peanut butter fudge. So I barely have fudge at all. Really? I think I have a few pieces of regular fudge every Christmas, and that's about it. Chris makes fudge every Christmas. Christmas Chris Christmas crudge. Chris makes fudge every Christmas. That is a a tongue tongue twister. (laughs) Chris makes fudge every Christmas. Does he make peanut butter fudge? He does not make peanut butter fudge. He makes chocolate fudge and then he makes panucci. What the heck? Okay. Is panucci. So panucci is what a lot of people call white fudge, but panucci is the actual term for it. And it's vanilla 
based instead of chocolate. A lot of people put walnuts in it. Panucci. I have panuki. It's a double C. Double C? Is there an H? Yes. I want to say it's P-A-N-U-C-C-H-I. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Panucci. It is... It says that the main thing about panucci is it's made from corn flour. Uh, we don't use corn flour. But that's for cookies. We we use corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything that I'm seeing, biscuits, everything that says panucci pasta, it all says it's because it comes from corn. Because panucci roughly translates to corn cobs. It's nothing to do with vanilla. Oh, here we go. It's panucci, P E N. U C H E. P E N U C H E. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. That's different. <laughs> what are the odds that there are two things that sound just like that right? and they're all real things? Weird. All right. Panucci. A fudge like candy made yeah. from brown sugar, butter, and milk using no flavorings except for vanilla. Ooh, the one I see here has pecans on it. Does mm-hmm. he put pecans on it? Yep. So I prefer panucci over fudge. And panucci is slightly harder in consistency, not to the point where it's like brittle, you know, but fudge to me kind of almost melts as soon as you pick it up, Mm. you know, it just really, it's, it's not M&M quality chocolate. (laughs) It doesn't wait to melt in your mouth. Right. But Panucci holds well, they, up a little bit longer. Deidre and the Vassar ladies make fudge every year for their boxes, and that doesn't melt. Can I? I don't want to call them out. Call them out. Do it. So is beca- it not real fudge or what? No, it's real fudge. It's real fudge, and everybody's fudge is going to do this. Yeah. But they, because they bake for like what a week and a half. Yeah, usually. Yeah, I want to say that fudge is one of the first things that they do. And it sits for uh, a little bit so longer. So it dries out a little. So it dries out a little so bit. So it requires your spit to make it fudgy again. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. I got you. I got you. Uh, now, my favorite holiday treat. Oh, I didn't I've, know we were talking about this. Well, we were. <laughs> we were talking about Christmas treats. And I'm just thinking about it, so I have to talk about it. Uh, is I've only ever had it a handful of times because it's been a gift from one of our friends, uh, Tamara. Uh, she's she's made it nearly every year for the last few years, but she didn't make it last year, and I was very sad. Uh, cashew brittle. Oh. Like peanut brittle, but with cashews. Uh-huh. I don't know why we make peanut brittle. Cashew because cashews brittle? are brittle? the perfect nut for a brittle. And really? It is so good. It is so good. Daedra can't leave me alone with the tin because I will eat the entire tin in one sitting. I can't stop myself. There are very few things in this world that have that much power over me that I cannot stop myself from eating. A lot of things that make me not want to stop, but this I cannot. So maybe she did actually make it last year. (laughs) And Daedra just hid it from me so she could have some. Exactly. (laughs) And here's the thing, Tamara, I'm going to need a tin of that this year. Please, Tamara, please make it this year. I really, I'll even take a half tin. You don't have to make a full tin for me, (laughs) truthfully. Because I know that gets kind of expensive when you make all these treats for all these people. But it is. Just give me the scrapings from the pan. Dang good. I'll take it. Oh my gosh. I'll take it. Gosh, it's so good. Oh. 
can't think of anything else. Show's over. I got to go find some. <laughs> All right. Hey, today's show is brought to you by the Christian party game Judge Not, once again available from Back Row Games. Judge Not is a Christian party game that finally lets you judge and gossip about your closest friends right to their faces. In this game, you take turns playing judge and jury and decide who is to blame for the offensive li- offenses listed, i.e. pointing out specks in other eyes while ignoring planks in your own. It's a game full of laughs that's sure to spark lots of funny stories and bring your group even closer together. Learn more at games.brbchurch.com. You know what's always the funnest part about pay- playing Judge Not? Tell me. Okay. Because the way that the game is set up for anyone who hasn't played it, everybody gets a turn at being the judge. Yeah. Everybody, you get a, a set of number cards, and then everyone is assigned a certain number. Right. Okay. So that's how you vote. Yeah. That's how you vote. Right. So I'm number three. Okay. Not really, but anyway. So the offense is red. It's something that you know 100% everyone else is going to vote for you on <laughs> because you know 100%. Yeah, Matt made this card up about me. <laughs> so you vote for yourself. And then at the end, it's like, okay, so who all voted for Mo? And Mo holds up her card because, yep, <laughs> I am claiming that, that as truth. clearly me. That is that is how I live my life. Because <laughs> it never gets old. No. Whenever you vote for yourself, the person is always like, really? You, you, <laughs> you see it too? Okay. All right. <laughs> We thought we were going to have to console you after this, but apparently you're aware. Well, forget the intervention, guys. We can call it off. She, she already knows. Yeah. And what's cool, we've played the game a handful of times already with our group of, and we usually have at least eight or ten people playing. Yeah. We haven't gotten anywhere near close to through all the cards. Yeah. There's like 200 cards. Yeah. We, I just love that game so much. Maybe 30 of them so far. Really fun stuff. All right. So for the Christmas, I want nothing but games. I want Monopoly <laughs> for Millennials, and I want Judge Not, and I want Church Kerfuffle. But whatever. We'll talk about that another time, I'm sure. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> All right. All righty. It's time for quote unquote. Do I have you starting this time? I think I do. Yeah, you have me starting right, this time. I feel right so special. Uh, Chuck Swindoll says, if God crushes you and brings you to your knees, it's to heal you and not hurt you. He wants your heart. Absolutely. David Jeremiah says, if someone has offended you, tell the Lord about it. Pray for the other person. Ask God for the grace to forgive and turn the anger over to the Lord. If you're angry with someone today, slay that giant with forgiveness. Mm. Greg Laurie, it's not enough to go through the word of God. The word of God needs to go through you. It's not how you mark your Bible. It's how your bar- Bible marks you. <laughs> it's how your barble marks you. Hey, barble marks that was you. such a good... Listen, guys, listen up. Listen again. It's not how you mark your Bible. It's how your Bible marks you. Absolutely. Gosh, that that's is a really so good. good line. That's a very good line. Love and the outcome says, The only way I can be peaceful and satisfied with who I am is to remember whose I am. And Laura's story, Laura story gosh, reminds us that God doesn't allow his children to walk through any pain that he hasn't already predestined for a purpose. All right. Marble star, Laura, 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 sorry. Marble mark, Laura, Laura. I can't talk today. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Barble mark. Barble mics. 
bar, bar, barble mics. Barble mics <laughs> on Shane Mo Day. Let's play Onion Not Onion. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I got two headlines here. One of them's okay. real. One of them is from the Onion. Sure. You need to tell me which one is real. Play along at home, folks. What? Wasn't that like a line from something? What? Real? It's real. I don't know. It's from something. Okay, keep going. Somebody will tell it's us real. one day. It's real. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure it's know. something. Anyway, it's kind of like you're fired. <laughs> it's alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's real. Let oh, me hear this. Man. I feel like I know what it is, too, and I just can't yeah. think about it. It's real. Oh, City Slickers 2. That's is what I'm thinking really? of. Cause they, yeah, because they have this map that they found in Curly's hat. And they think that it's a treasure hunt thing. And so they go out and they're going to look for it. And then they find the first like thing on the map. And they're yelling, it's real. The map is real. <laughs> and they're dancing a jig up on this rock. Okay, so I just had like, I just envisioned <laughs> your brain at work. Okay, mm-hmm. as you're, I say two words <laughs> and your brain starts going and it's like sorting through files, like yep. a card catalog, you know, like, <laughs> and there it is. Yep. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> man, I got to watch those movies again. Oh, City man. Slickers used to be my, some of my favorite movies. Like Back to the Future has been my all time favorite movie since I was a kid. Yeah. City Slickers, those two have come pretty close to the top. You and Chris should just have a movie day one yeah. day. Does he like, like City Slickers? And Back to the Future. Oh, is yeah, I know. I know time. we have. A, yeah, I know we have a mutual appreciation of Back to the Future. So City Slickers is the movie that was on the first time that I met Chris's family was a Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. after church. Okay, I go over thinking we're gonna have lunch, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna chit chat, we're gonna get to know each other, right? <laughs> we sit down. City Slickers marathon. We eat lunch. <laughs> Everybody disperses to their separate places. Really? His parents go take a nap. Chris and I are left in the living room. I'm literally sitting on the couch looking around like, okay. Do they um, not like me? <laughs> where did everybody go? And City Slickers is on. So. Sweet. Yep. Okay, so go So good ahead. memories for you too? Sure. <laughs> Awkward memories is more like it. <laughs> All right, so here are the two headlines. We're playing Onion, Not Onion, if you aren't aware. <laughs> one's real, one's fake. Pay along at home. All right. Flat earthers now think Earth is shaped like a donut. Or report underfunded public schools lacking basic support systems leave students perfectly prepared for the rest of life. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is real? Oh my gosh, I'm trying to find the validity and the argument in the flat earther one. Like, why do they think it's a donut? Because what I'm assuming they mean is that there's a hole in the center. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming. But they also believe it's rounded like a donut. Like an act- it looks like an actual donut is what they believe. Yeah. Like a 3D donut? Yeah. Or is it just a flat donut? No, not a flat donut. A 3D donut. That's, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> Um, oh gosh, I'm, I gotta go with the donut. <laughs> You're right. Uh, not comfortable with the idea of our home looking like a vinyl record. Flat Earth Society member Varurg has posed the possibility of the planet actually being more of a Krispy Kreme. I was wondering how the theory of flat earth, uh, 
like Flat Earth Theory, gets formed. And I came to the conclusion that someone must have thought of the original idea, they wrote. And then it must have been followed by a long series of people pointing out flaws and then readjusting the theory or thinking of new ideas to iron out all the flaws in the theory. They started their theory and then invited fellow members to point out flaws and to see if we can think of arguments that will counteract these flaws. So he added, I have a theory that the Earth is in fact now shaped like a torus or a donut shaped. However, light is curved, so we can't tell. Because obviously, if you're if the Earth is shaped like a donut and we're spinning, well, some of us should be able to see the other part of the Earth through the hole. You know? If you're inside the ring of the hole. I am not finding this amusing. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you stand in the middle of the Taurus Earth and look up, the light passes through the first atmosphere it reaches. However, by the time it reaches the second atmosphere, the one to re-enter the atmosphere of the, the uh, donut Earth, it has diminished enough to be reflected, and it gets reflected into space, so you see space and not the other part of the donut. <laughs> when asked how we have night and day, they said you lay a torch horizontal on a table and turn it on, the torch being a flashlight in england turn it on it has diminished enough to be reflected and gets reflected into space wait no i'm reading the wrong paragraph sorry torch horizontal on the table and turn it on then get a donut and place it on its side when the hole is perpendicular to the torch the side which is illuminated by the torch is in day So So over 24 hours, the donut performs one complete revolution, they instructed. Spin it halfway around, and this signifies passing at 12 hours. (laughs) Now, the side that was in day is facing away from the torch (laughs) and is in night. (laughs) Vice versa. Even the news company in the news article ended with, is this all one big joke? I have no idea. So I, I got to say something. I like to debate, right, Matt? Uh-huh. Like, I would say so, yes. I, honestly, it is something that I really enjoy doing. Uh-huh. I, I'm not going to walk away from a, de- a debate and be like, that person is ignorant. I'm never speaking to them again. No, I listen to other people's right. viewpoints, yeah. but I will debate my point to the death. Okay? <laughs> Let me tell you a secret about us debaters. We take one fact and then we say a whole lot of garbage and repeat ourselves a whole lot of times before the person, one of two things happens. They get exhausted (laughs) and they just walk away or they get so confused by everything that we have said that they just, they, they can't argue back with us. Therefore, we win the argument. This is win, what, quote unquote. Exactly. This is what has happened here. He took that light is round and then Cur- set a whole curves curves like curves thank you said a whole bunch of other garbage a whole lot of other times i think i heard atmosphere at least 20 times and reflective at least 10 and light just a whole bunch of other stuff to where i was finally like okay i i have nothing more to say <laughs> You win. I'm, just, I'm leaving. <laughs> I can't handle this. And done. <laughs> My brain Earth's hurts. Earth's a donut. Earth's a donut, everybody. Earth's a donut. I believe it now, too, because I couldn't. 
Couldn't argue. I, I couldn't follow along anymore. It just, I, I lost my place. I genuinely feel like that's what happened here. Call me glazed because I don't understand. My eyes won't focus anymore. Yeah. 100%. It's Indie Music Tuesday. We are going to be playing a little bit more of the independent Christian music sprinkled in this morning. Uh, when we come back, spreading positivity this Thanksgiving. Stick around. Tuesday morning, Mo's still going off about donut-shaped earth. Donut-shaped earth, <laughs> let me tell you. Light and reflection and... <laughs> There's yep. just no arguing it. There's no arguing. It's solid logic. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the Christian party game Judge Not, once again available from Back Row Games. That's right, it was gone for a while. Uh, but now it's back and in beautiful new packaging. Visit games.brbchurch.com to check it out. It's not your normal Christian card game. It's a tongue-in-cheek lampoon of church culture, like most things Back Row does, just in time for Christmas. Whew! Hey, since we didn't have a whole lot of facts in that uh, Donut Earth story, how about you give us some real ones? Some actual facts. <laughs> They're some random. factual acts. Let's go. Hey. That was kind of cool. <laughs> All right. Number one. This one is blowing my mind. <laughs> Reese's Pieces don't have any chocolate what in them. What on earth did you just say? Well, if you would have not cut me off, Hold everybody would have heard me. No, they no, don't no, no. have chocolate no, no, in them. No, 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 no. Before that, I can't even um, let you get to the fact. Uh, you just said Reese's Pieces. That's what they are. No, Mo. <laughs> Listen, old habits die hard, okay? I know that it's pieces. This, this is what proves that Reese's is pronounced like Reese's because it rhymes with pieces. No, it's Reese's. It's not Reese's. Go to Hershey Park, Hershey, Pennsylvania, and they'll say Reese's. It doesn't matter what they say. The That's truth where is it what's originated. In, I know, but you have a bunch of dumb people everywhere. <laughs> the, <laughs> the facts... <laughs> say that it's pronounced Reese's because it's Reese and it's his pieces. Reese's pieces. Reese's. Pieces. Get out of my face. All right, read the facts. I'm not again. even in your face. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Who's the confrontational one now, Matt? Huh? <laughs> Only about things that matter, like this. <laughs> Golly. They, I went to, uh, I got like a blizzard the other day. For the no, first I don't time even want to talk to you no, anymore. I ordered a Reese's one and she repeated it back. A Reese's blizzard? I wanted to punch through the mechanical Speaker. speaking device. <laughs> I was so mad. Because I just had to sit there and go, yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to. You could have said, no, Reese's. No, I wanted a Reese's. Reese's. And then when she says, yeah, Reese's, you can say, oh, I was unaware that that's how it's pronounced. Because <laughs> that's how it always works. Nobody comes back with, if you go to Hershey, Pennsylvania, that's how they say it. No, at least nobody in this area will come back with, with that. That's true. 
I'm you're one and only who's going to come back with that argument. All right, I'm sorry. I derailed Golly. everything. Read, read the thing Willikers. and pronounce it however you wish. Matt is so I'm mean. not going to listen. Reese's Pieces <laughs> do not have any chocolate in them. That is pretty crazy, though. Yeah, that was blowing my mind a long time ago before you went off on your tangent. Nailed me to a cross all over my pronunciation. Very few pet peeves. That is one of them. Like it doesn't even it doesn't even bug me as much when people just for just say Reese's. It only bugs me when they're saying Reese's pieces. I'm like, literally, you're mispronouncing pieces just so you can mispronounce Reese's. Shut up. Just shut up. It's not just you. It's like you just said. It's so many people. It is. So many people think that that's how you're supposed to say it. Oh. Uh, but yeah, that they don't have any chocolate in them does blow my mind. But that does make sense because like if you had, have you had the outrageous candy bar, the Reese's outrageous? No, but I want one. That's the one that's okay. the Reese's cup with the pieces. It's got pieces in it and, car- in and caramel in there. It's really good. Okay, how about the cup that has the Reese's pieces in it? No, that's the one that I'm talking about. That's what I thought the outrageous one was. Oh, no, the outrageous is a candy bar. Okay, no, I haven't. Okay, well, had yeah, that the cup itself, the cup itself is really good, but you can tell the difference in the peanut butter between the pieces and the peanut butter that's mixed in with or within the cup that's made for the chocolate. And they work so well together. That may be why I prefer pieces over cups. Yeah, possibly. Because you're just getting... it's in the, the stuff in the candy is a little smoother, too, than the peanut butter they put in the cups. Because that's kind of a... Yeah, it's like kind it's, of gritty. Cre- yeah, I mean, it's creamy, but it's kind of chunky-ish. Yeah. You know, it'll come off in chunks. It reminds um, me of protein powder. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for some reason, mixing those two together, even though they're almost the same candy in many ways, they're completely different enough that, gosh, they mix so well. And I'm surprised that it took them this long to figure out that they work well together to make some sort of joint thing. I'm going to get one. And it's got to be because everyone's thinking they're both peanut butter candies. Why would we put a peanut butter candy in a peanut butter candy? But That's it's different. Dumb. But <laughs> but yeah, they're really good together. Hmm. Interesting. <sighs> Matt, that's only the first fact. I'm sorry. It's my fault and I am aware of it. Gosh. I have a problem and I've I I forgive I forgive you, Mo. If you <laughs> if you'll forgive me. I for forgive going you off on for attention. screaming. I at forgive me. you for being wrong. Gosh. And you can forgive me. <laughs> I have only seen Angry Matt one other time, and I don't want to see Angry Matt. <laughs> Apparently. I'm pretty sure you've seen. No, yeah. You're no, right. I've I'm only sorry. seen Angry Matt you've one heard other of Angry time. Matt uh-huh. Yeah. I've seen Annoyed Matt. I've seen Frustrated Matt. I've seen Silent Matt. I don't like Angry Matt. Okay. Number two Elephants can and will exact revenge on those who have wronged them in the past. I like elephants. That's <laughs> <laughs> my spirit animal. <laughs> Hashtag truth. Um, limiting your social media use to just 30 minutes a day can decrease feelings of loneliness and depression. We went over this. Yeah, you're right. Um, oh, also, I'm sorry. Uh, going back to that last fact. That's why elephants never forget. <laughs> 
elephants never forget. They are That's waiting. They, they are they, waiting to exact revenge. <laughs> so my grandmother's favorite animal is an elephant. Like she collects elephant figurines yeah. and stuff. I think she's kind of like an elephant too. <laughs> oh. Um. This one I am calling bluff on. The saw used to cut off a cast cannot cut your skin. The saw vibrates instead of rotating, which is absorbed by the skin but splits the cast. Wrong. Wrong. I have seen it cut skin. Emily Smith, Jaron and Jesse's daughter. Yeah. Do you remember when she broke her leg? Yeah. And was in that cast. Yeah. They were taking that cast off. And they cut her leg. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe, just maybe, this is what's used in most places and not our rinky-dink terrible hospital. (laughs) You said it. Here in Podunk County where people would rather go to the hospital at a smaller town 20 minutes away. (laughs) This is true. Uh, this is true. Anyway. But yeah, and they always test it by like saying, look, I'll put it on your skin. It doesn't cut. But what they're not doing, they just set it on your skin. What they're not doing is the actual movement of yeah. sawing. Yeah. And that's what actually uh, cut her leg. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. Uh, and lastly, while Toy Story 2 was in production, an employee accidentally deleted the film. Luckily, a pregnant animator had a copy on her home computer since she wanted to work while taking care of her new baby. I remember hearing about this uh-huh. story. Do you remember yep. that? Yep. How freaked must that guy have been? <gasps> because that <gasps> is years yeah. of work. That's oh, not yeah. like a normal movie with your just the editing process. That's the whole movie. Yeah. Everything is made that way. piece by piece bit by bit for years and oops i deleted the whole thing and i can't retrieve it oops i deleted it and i emptied the recycle bin (laughs) i I honestly don't know how he did it i mean clearly it's got to be different than just your home pc and how that works right but yeah it had to have been all I can imagine is like his computer went through an update without <laughs> <No>. his <laughs> without his consent and he opens it up and it's updating and he's like, No <laughs> I've been ignoring that update for five days. <laughs> oh man. Fun stuff. All Fun right. Stuff. Artist updates. Casting Crowns has released an Amazon original single, Only Jesus. Now, you might be saying, hold on, I've heard that single elsewhere. Uh, This is a stripped-down reimagining of the song from their album, Only Jesus, which released last Friday. Uh, In addition to the Amazon original single, Casting Crowns is the first Christian music artist to create and release a skill to Amazon Alexa devices. Uh, Casting Crown skill is the daily devotional that can be added to the device's flash briefings, uh, and the skill can now be added through the Alexa app. Awesome. Uh, I attempted to do something like this. Did you? Uh, we had, yeah, we had an Amazon skill for a devotional uh, for a very brief period. I tried to do back row devotionals every day, and turns out that's hard to keep up with. <laughs> so shout out to Casting Crowns. So good. Good on you, guys. <laughs> I'm assuming you have a team of people helping you do this. Right. 
<laughs> I think what happened was, is I had done it great for two weeks and then I got sick. And I'm like, I haven't recorded any and I can't. <laughs> yeah, how do you come back from that at and that so, point? So, yeah, at that point I was like, uh, emailing, delete this, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, they deleted it, but not before a review came in, just bashing it terribly. Right. It's been stuck on November, or not November, but it's been stuck on March, whatever, for like a week and a half. This is the worst. I'm like, you need a Dang. Bible app. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, it's hateful. Guess you, geez. Jeez Louise. Anyway, yeah. That was a failed failed uh, endeavor by us. Uh, hopefully, it will be the only failed endeavor. Shout out to April, my sister-in-law. <laughs> Casting Crowns is her favorite band. Like, how we like for King and Country. She's so basic. She- she loves Casting Crowns. <laughs> Casting Crowns is such a basic choice. It's like saying my favorite worship leader is Chris Tomlin. Okay, listen, Jeez, I'm going to need you to back up off my sister-in-law. <laughs> I feel like we know each other well enough that I can haze her, too. Back up off right? of her. Back up. <laughs> and because she actually listens, right? She actually yeah, listens she listens to, to us. So she's, yeah. She gets the honor of being insulted by me she- on the show. <laughs> Yep, and even if she's not listening, Nick listens, and he's like, he's going to message her right now, text her right now. <laughs> They're bad-mouthing you on the show right now. Not they. Not they. Yeah, Matt. Mo is complicit. And I came to your she defense, She wrote my April. script today. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, kindness suggestions from worship leaders Shane and Shane. Smile at someone for no reason. That creeps people out nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Or what's that Jim Gaffigan joke? Uh, if you if you smile at someone and you're pretty, they're like, oh, they're nice. But if you're ugly, they're like, what do they want? <laughs> <laughs> Get away from me, weirdo. <laughs> it is it it is sad, but it is so true. Somebody specifically, if I walk past a gentleman and he smiles at me, there are one or two things that I'm thinking. Homeboy, I'm married, back up off me. Or I'm looking over my shoulder the entire time because I'm convinced that they're going to follow me out to the car and they're going to take all my stuff or steal me and kidnap me and whatever. Abduct me. Uh, That's the word I was looking for. Oh, man. Uh Uh-huh. Abduction's funny. That's Uh, a a sad world we live in where people just can't smile at you without you thinking that they've got some alternative (laughs) all right the next piece of advice let's see if this one's any better (laughs) buy coffee for the guy behind you in line that's a good one i like that yeah yeah uh hold a door open for a stranger that can get you in trouble today too especially if it's a lady because ladies be like uh i can what go ahead keep finish your thought well there was a whole news story about a lady who Got angry and dressed down a dude for opening the door for her at a grocery store or something, saying that, uh, you think I'm the weaker sex? Can't open a door for myself? Kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just being polite and serving you. I was putting myself lower than you and opening the door for you, mm-hmm. much like a doorman does at a you know fancy high rise. <laughs> I was putting you above me. Here, you need to. You can go in without even having to open the door, because you're sp- <laughs> special. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're special. Snowflake. What were you gonna say? Okay, so Chris's biggest pet peeve is when he holds a door open for someone 
and it's not acknowledged. They don't even acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah. You're like, like yes, I deserve on. this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, even just a head nod. Yeah. Okay. And that would be enough. You would yeah. feel great about it still. Right. Even if it wasn't a prof- profuse, thank you so much. Yeah. Just acknowledge yes. it. Yeah. Just acknowledge it. Thanks, and we have raised all three of our kids that you hold the door open. Whether it's Mila or Topher, you hold the door open for the person behind yeah. you. That's just general courtesy. Okay. Niceness. Well, Mila, I've caught her several times this past week. When she goes to school, she holds the door open. Like, she will stand there for a good five minutes <laughs> waiting for kids that are 20, 30 feet away from her. Come just on. holding the door open. I got it. Not only that, though, she is her father's daughter. And when they don't acknowledge her, <laughs> she has stared them, like, followed them with her eyes the whole way. Like, you going to say something? You going to say something? Oh, you didn't say anything? See if I hold the door open for you tomorrow. I'm going to close the door on you tomorrow. <laughs> She got in the car last week, and I said, Mila, baby, it's great that you're holding the door open for the people around you, but don't stand there forever. Hold it open for a few people and then go in. Yeah, Mom, I'm not holding it open for anybody else because nobody tells me thank you. <laughs> nobody even cares. <laughs> right, it is, it's like the least amount someone could do. Yeah. To say thanks uh-huh. as you walk through. It requires no effort on your part. Uh-huh. And all the effort on the person holding the door. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I I get it. I get it. It is a big pet peeve in our household, apparently. But I, I, uh, I get stuck though. If I open the door for for someone, but then there's like a line of people coming, I get stuck there. (laughs) I don't have the gumption to be like, okay, it's my turn now. I'm gonna come in now. I'm I'm moving. The door is in someone else's control. Someone needs to take it. I have to just stand there. Come on in. Welcome. Welcome. This is my job. I do this all day I, long. I hold Come doors. Come on in. This is it. I have nowhere else to be. <laughs> the only thing that really bothers me is if I am actually like actively walking through the doorway yeah. and the person behind me doesn't take the door. And at that point, I now have to let go of the door, but I'm going to slam it on you and I'm going to appear rude, <laughs> but it's all because you're lazy and won't take the door from me. Right. The last time that happened, I shut the door on a stroller with a baby in it. Because nobody would take the daggone door. I'm standing there. I have no, I'm holding it with my index finger now. And what? Nope. Sorry. 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 I'm apologizing to the baby, but I am not apologizing to your lazy mom. Because she wouldn't grab the door from me. Oh, man. That's funny. Yep. That's how it works these days. And the last one is do a good thing just because. So that one's good. Spent half and half on that, Shane. And Shane, <laughs> double Shanes, Shane squared. Shane squared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last artist update. Several Christian artists were posting from the White House last week. Yes, Jason, I saw this. Yeah, Jason Roy, Building 429, Ben Calhoun of Citizen Way, Dave Frey from the Sidewalk Prophets, and Darren of We Are Messengers uh, were all posting pictures as they met with the president and the first lady in our, na- in our nation's capital. Jason summed it up. Pretty amazing to be in the White House today. Never thought it would be. Uh, and Ben Calhoun added, here to pray for our president and for our country in Jesus' name. So there was like a whole worship service that they mm-hmm. did in yeah. in the White House. Torin Wells was there. To- yeah, Torin. Torin, like Tor- Lauren. Like Lauren. Tor- Torin. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The guy who sings the song that I think is worse than Reckless Love. Right. He was there. <laughs> I think you love me. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm, seriously, people, why aren't we making a stink about that one? <laughs> because it's not the name of the song. That's why. <laughs> That's how he. That's like... really all it is. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got a top list for on you. On Tuesday. Top list Tuesday with a lot of tss and tss noises. All right, so I feel like we're going long, so I'm not going to talk about any of these. All right, let's just go let's plow, plow through them. Some of them we already talked about because it was a part of Shane and Shane's thing. True. Ten ways to spread kindness and positivity to those around you this Thanksgiving. Number one, smile more, just not directly at. Don't make eye contact when you do it. Just smile. <laughs> <laughs> that's worse there's no just walk around smile <laughs> like what's that guy doing what's he thinking about <laughs> that's, yeah don't do that <laughs> is, he, is he drunk it's, it's 10 30 a.m what's going on here next thing you know you got a swarm of police officers around sir sir we've received quite a few phone several calls several nervous complaints about your smiling <laughs> You're becoming a nuisance to the public. We're we're gonna need you to leave. But I'm just smiling. <laughs> See if I spread positivity anymore. Happiness is a crime in our society these it days. It is. All right. Go uh, ahead. Number, number two. two. Bring a treat to the office. That's always kind. Bring some donuts. You know, people love you. Where's our treat, Matt? Uh, well, we're working in a. Well, this is this technically is an, an office. office. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> now that you mention it, despite the fact that we've trashed it, it's still pretty much an office. Hey, we? <laughs> okay, we? Mostly, mo- mostly me. Okay, thank you. But anyway, uh, number three, write kind notes. I've never been a note person, but I know people that are note people, and it is a nice thing. I'm a note I've person. i received several notes. Yeah. It's always nice. I'm a words of affirmation love yeah. language, so yeah. notes are like just... Tell me that in 13 years of marriage, Chris has never wrote me a note. It's because that's not his love language. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number four, carry peace, exude peace. Uh, Meaning, you know, don't be so confrontational all the time. Number five, volunteer somewhere. (laughs) We were talking about that in Celebrate Recovery this past week. Because uh, we're on the yes lesson, which is about giving back and getting involved, uh, volunteering at CR or at other places, churches, uh, ministries, elsewhere. That's that's uh, that's a very easy way to feel used by God. You know, to feel feel like God's really to be useful. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not you, <laughs> not used, useful. Uh, I don't know about that God person. He just uses me and I'm done. (laughs) To be a tool in the hands of the Almighty. Uh, Yeah. Um, Like a spatula. (laughs) You've been sitting on the couch all week. Well, is it my fault that God rarely needs a spatula? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Number six, make time for loved ones. Of course, it's Thanksgiving. This is all about family, right? It's Christmas practice. You got to make sure you get all the fighting out of Thanksgiving so you don't have to fight. Mo hates it when I say all Thanksgiving Christmas practice. So you don't fight on Christmas because that's Jesus's birthday. You can't you fight can't on Jesus's fight on birthday. <laughs> so get it all out on Thanksgiving. When you're supposed to be thankful. At Christmas practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Uh, your Groundhog Day would be Thanksgiving every single day. 
over and over. You know the movie Groundhog oh, Day. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. That would be. I know. I I still I knew where you were. I knew what you were referring to. I just didn't know exactly what you were saying. It would need to be Thanksgiving, so that you can grow an appreciation. But he doesn't for the care holiday. about Groundhog Day. No, but he ends up <laughs> growing an appreciation for life itself. But not Groundhog Day. Matt, I listen to me. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know what your deal is today, but I'm really tired of the arguing. <laughs> I, I thought you liked arguing. I thought you were a confrontational person by I nature. I am a confrontational person you wanted by nature. Debate. However, sure. I don't like debating with people that I actually care about. <laughs> I don't. Because things get real. It does. <laughs> people get hurt. That's why I typically don't debate with Chris. And if you see me engaging in a debate with someone, then you can know and trust that I really don't care about that person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am just kidding. Oh, <sighs> Part of my neck is still hurting. We're laughing too much in this show. Uh, <sighs> hopefully, we aren't the only ones laughing. Like, hopefully, our listeners right. aren't like, like this oh is the most my obnoxious gosh, thing here I've we ever go heard. again. What is wrong with these two oh, people? Oh, they're going to laugh. <laughs> oh, that just, that made me, that annoyed me right there. What you just did. <laughs> that made me want to turn off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Studies have been done. Statistics are in. I am the more likable of the two of us. Okay. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh. Oh man. What are we talking about? <laughs> the uh, list. Ten ways to spread kindness and positivity to those around you. Number seven is what seven. we're on. Number Random seven. acts of kindness. So that's also kind of one that uh, Shane and Shane said, do something good just because. Yeah. Uh, random acts of kindness. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. Do you do Everyone random acts that. of kindness, Matt? I try. I'll, uh, I'll try and do like a, a chore around here, like around the church that someone else has to do every week yeah if i see it there i'm like hey i'll take care of that you know just that kind of thing little stuff like that i mean that's what it is right yeah 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 absolutely i gotta tell you as me my personality type you do my job and i'm gonna take complete offense to it i'm gonna overanalyze it and i'm gonna be like i'm the same way yeah what was (laughs) i I doing wrong and i don't think about that yeah you think that i'm inadequate (laughs) to clean this toilet so you gotta do it for me Back up off, homie. I got my own deal. I can do it. Actually, you know what? I take that back. <laughs> there have been a couple times where I've found out someone's done something that I was supposed to do janitor-wise. I'm like, awesome. I don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it's cleaning a toilet. I'm like, hey, this toilet's already clean. Sweet. <laughs> I hope I'm not getting fired. Because <laughs> I keep forgetting to clean the toilet. But see, and I think that it's because you could, like, the janitor. Okay, so put it in perspective of the sound booth if someone mm. were to do something in the sound yeah, booth you yeah. would take regardless of what it is you take even if to someone it. comes up and offers me hey can we do this instead advice yeah. i want to punch them in the face well be and because you actually love that the janitor <laughs> job you're like yeah okay <laughs> i mean if i got fired for it i wouldn't wouldn't break my heart i mean i mean break my bank a little bit but it wouldn't break my heart uh all right Show love to your neighbors is number eight. 
that's something I've never been good at. If we're talking about direct neighbors, like in your neighborhood. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> I don't want to talk to people. I don't even want to know their names. I'll say hi to you if we're both happen to be outside at the same time. I'm not getting to know you. I don't know why. I like to think of neighbors in the general sense of, you know, everybody is my neighbor. And then I get to pick the ones that I want to be <laughs> neighborly with. It's uh, not how it works, Matt. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm pretty bad about that. But I've always been the way. My fa- whole family's always been that way. Really? And I think I've been conditioned to be that way from my mom. Because my mom has been paranoid of every person on earth since I've been alive. Because she, all she does is watch bad news, bad news stories. And so today's day and age with Facebook and people only sharing bad news and how people are getting killed and children are dying from this disease or this toy or whatever. And just everything's awful. And my mom is terrified of everything, whole world. And so some of that is rubbed off on me. And so when I was a kid, he's like, don't talk to, don't talk to your neighbors. Don't talk to the strangers. You don't know them. You don't know what they're going, they're going on in their house. We live next door, but you don't know what's going on over there. They can have a, a butcher lab in their basement where they're murdering children and dogs all the time. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, okay. She's 97, but okay. <laughs> See, and I've always wanted She's to on be. oxygen. <laughs> It's still possible, Matt. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. I have always wanted to be the likable neighbor, the one that all the neighbors, oh, yeah, you know, you know, Mo, Mo down on the corner. Yeah, she's pretty cool. But that increased when our boys were threatened by our other neighbor across the street. Do you remember this a couple Ooh, years ago? Yeah, slightly. So I want to say it was two years ago. Cops were called on our two boys yeah. and then two neighborhood boys because they were apparently supposedly throwing rocks and hit a car and the neighbor came out and called them all um, buttholes, but not buttholes. Um, it's not much better. <laughs> butthole is fine. That's, you've said it three times now. <laughs> butthole. B-hole. A actually, booty that sounds, hole? That sounds worse, actually. A, a hole. bum hole. A bum hole. A, bung. A, we should not be. <laughs> this should not be a discussion we're having. All right. So they were called that. And then the neighbor threatened to send his gangster friends. Oh, yeah. But he used a more cultural term. I um, His gangster friends to shoot up our house. Yeah. With that. the cops standing right there. So now, ever since that incident has happened, I want, it goes back to my whole need for people having to like me. Yeah. So every time I see them, I smile and wave. And how are you guys doing today? I hope you're having a great day. I turn around and, oh, stupid. <laughs> Don't shoot at my house. <laughs> Don't shoot at my house. So they still live there? Uh-huh. Have you had any other run-ins with them since no. then? No. Okay. No. And then the people, so it was the house directly next to them. That was the boy's best friends. Mm. And they were playing at that house. Okay. And another one of their complaints was that their dog constantly barked and was super loud. So somebody, that house had been up for sale for almost a year. Somebody just moved in. Mm. Chris and I walked down to check our mail the other day and there are dogs in the backyard. So I looked at Chris with this big old smile and I said, oh, I wonder how he's enjoying the dogs in his, in his backyard again. You're a little uh, vindictive, Mo. 
but I show love to him. <laughs> to his face. Right. Which is the most important kind. That, yep, exactly. <laughs> Nine, freely give compliments. <laughs> hey, Matt. Yes. You're pretty cool. Hey, Mo. You're very funny. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Number 10, be kind to yourself. Hey, hey Matt. Mo. <laughs> 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 this is why. This is why we get along so well. We are the same person. <laughs> it's Indie Music Tuesday. We're playing a little bit more of the independent Christian music this morning, sprinkled in uh, a little heavier than normal. Uh, when we come back, fill up your mug and, with some non-alcoholic eggnog because we've got a drinking game for you. <laughs> I gotta heavily hit the non-alcoholic part. We're gonna fill your belly until you're sick with eggnog, not drunk. <laughs> Just to be clear, stick around. Hour three of the Back Row Morning Show, and we have got one more hour for you. Uh, day's almost over. Tuesday's almost over. Week's I'm going so by glad. pretty quick. Shame Mo Day has been tough <laughs> it's been, today. It's been a rough, been a rough day for Mo. <laughs> it's been tough. Let me tell you. I have not made it easy on you. I apologize. Ruth. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the Christian Party Game Judge Not. Once again, available from Backrow Games. This game is seriously fun and it produces a lot of laughs and lighthearted embarrassment. Best of all, it allows you to judge others without worrying about someone shouting Matthew seven one at you out of context. Check it out at games.brbchurch.com, along with the rest of our original games, such as Church Kerfuffle, Back Row Baptist, the board game, uh, hey, I saw, Punishment Deck. I saw that we have a Wisdom expansion oh, pack. Oh, right. I haven't even announced that. Yeah, You haven't. I put it up, but I haven't even it. told me about it, because <laughs> I looked this morning and was like, oh, looky there. Like, if you purchased the uh, Back Row Baptist, the game, the board game, uh, one of the elements is trivia cards or game cards and then deacon cards as well. And deacon cards kind of have the penalties or rewards depending on what you draw. And uh, we have released a second pack, a wisdom pack two. Uh, so a whole new pack of cards uh, to expand your the list that already came with you. Uh, but it also has five deacon cards in it, five new deacon cards which change the game dramatically. They're they're very uh, they're different from any of the other Deacon cards that came with the original game. They're they're very uh, they're game changers. They are game changers. So those are also a big draw to get them. Uh, but yeah, you can pick that up. It's just another element. It doesn't come in its own box. It comes in a bag that you can add to your original box. Uh, but yeah, you can pick that up too. So there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff over there. So check it out, games.brbchurch.com. Uh, they are a little bit more expensive than the typical stuff you find at Walmart, but that's because they are made by the order. You know, this is a kind of a self-publishing game site. Uh, so games that aren't going to get mass produced can get produced for the people that really want them. You know? Yeah, they're they're a little bit more expensive, but they're not as expensive as. Monopoly for millennials. 
<laughs> Not now, anyway. Now that they're sold out and going for eBay on that was hundred dollars a pop. Hey, there were two on Amazon. <laughs> How much were they for? Fifty four ninety nine. Holy Moses! Yep. Yeah, they're not even near that price. Nope. So yeah, good job uh, with that uh, fact there because that helps <laughs> sell our games. Right. <laughs> and, and they're and they're great and they're great quality. They are made very well. Very oh, yeah. sturdy cards. Uh, fantastic board. The board in our board game is wonderful. Yeah. Like, I was surprised by how high quality it was. So, really good stuff. Get it. Have fun. Uh, and be holy while you're doing it. We're doing all <laughs> kinds of cool stuff. We uh, may have shirts at some point. Shirts. That's one, yeah. That's one thing I've been looking into. It's hard. It's hard to commit to clothing. Matthew. Because you got to, you got to really have a lot of people interested in it. One half of us... <laughs> Has a heat press. Yeah. We have the ability to do it on our own. Yeah, but... Matt doesn't like my shirts. Well, no, I'm just... That's not the issue. The issue is, like, the designs I want to do would need to be screen printed. They wouldn't be just vinyl on a shirt, you know? Just vinyl on a shirt. <laughs> do you know there's actually a way that I can do screen printing? Oh, really? I no, I did not. Do, I did not know I don't that. have to do vinyl. I did not know that. Can you do that? That's cool. Boom. All right. Well, we'll talk about it then. Talk about it. Talk about it. We... Oh, sorry. I heard that on the radio earlier. Uh, Matt, what's the news? <laughs> Mo is just done. Mo's done for the day. Mo's done with you my shenanigans. You have me enough today. <laughs> A Nevada City announced... Announced and cooked up a 5,039 pound serving of nachos to break a Guinness World Record. The city of Las Cruces, Nevada said that the 110 foot long serving of nachos was prepared last Saturday at the Plaza de las Cruces as the centerpiece police. Priest? Centerpiece of the Noche de Nachos event. The, the I can't read. The preparation of the world's largest serving of nachos involved around 20 volunteers spreading 900 pounds of chips, 450 pounds of salsa, and 2,200 pounds of cheese, along with heaps of uh, ground beef, sour cream, beans, and jalapenos. Do you eat nachos, Mo? Mm-mm. No? No. They're the most disgusting thing I think I've ever had. Whoa, what was wrong with <laughs> Just kidding. What kind of mess up nachos are you having? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I prefer, so, and I think that we've talked about this before. I feel like I'm having deja vu right now. Really? I but don't remember talking about nachos. I like Taco Villa's nachos. I think we did talk about that, baby. I don't think we talked about nachos in general. Maybe but we, we did. have. Did we? Because I can remember saying, Daedra, put nachos on the dinner list or the din dinner menu for this week. Matt wants nachos. Okay. Do you remember what my preferred nachos are? Give me a minute. This is radio. You like the round chips. No. Nope. Never mind. Already wrong. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the round chips particularly. There will be occasions where I'll have them sometimes at a movie theater or whatever. I'll get them. Occasionally, but very rarely, I prefer like some some good, usually like sabritas or something, uh, chips in a big bowl, where I pour warmed up uh, Tostitos queso all over it, taco meat that I've cooked up myself, 
and then a bunch of fresh cut up Roma tomatoes, black olives, and uh, green onions. You know, I don't like tomatoes on my nachos. I don't like tomatoes on most things, especially Mexican food, but for some reason, it kills with the nachos. I like... They are so good. I like... Not necessarily salsa. Is it pico de gallo? The cut up like tomato, tomato onion, onion and basil or whatever cilantro? it is. Cilantro, yeah. Yeah. Nice, yeah. So I like that, but I basil. like it. <laughs> that's <laughs> Italian, that not Mexican. <laughs> um, I like that in a side cup next to my nachos for yeah. me to kind of dip or just put a couple on. I don't like for my tomatoes to sit on my nachos because I feel like they mix. I don't know. They mix? Yeah, like the tomato juice, like oh. gets soggy over the chips and well, it pico mixes de, with the But pico de gallo, though, and... specifically is very wet. Like, yeah. if you just have a Roma tomato and like I get the seeds out of it, so I'm just having the, the meat of the tomato, that's pretty dry by that point, you know? Yeah. I've never considered taking seeds out of a tomato. Now, it might be specifically the Romas that do that. Because I guess a regular tomato would be harder to de-seed like yeah. that. And it would be a lot more uh, moist. One of those words that everyone hates to hear. But Roma tomatoes are, are perfect for that. You yeah. kind of quarter them and the seeds just kind of fall right out at that point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, try those maybe one time. Maybe. I feel like I should like pico de gallo because I like all three of those things, but I never wanted it on anything. I love cilantro. Yeah. In anything Mexican, you better have a lot of cilantro, a heavy taste of cilantro in it. And I'm finding that I am in the minority. In the minority, yeah. Because I can't remember pretty much anything. Yeah. At any even authentic uh, Mexican places that I know. in town that are covered in cilantro. I know. <laughs> So, and funny thing, I mean, we live in New Mexico, so there are quite a few Hispanic people yeah. who live in our town. And I was at Taco Villa. They have their little bar, bar area where you can get the salsa or the pico or the cilantro or mm-hmm. whatever. And I was filling up a cup with cilantro and I asked the lady next to me, oh, am I in your way? And she said, absolutely not. I will not put that nasty green stuff on my tacos. And she was Hispanic. And I thought... Oh. Uh, well, well, I wonder, is it really a, a big thing in, in Hispanic I guess recipes? Not. Or not? I guess I. Or is that an American invention part of maybe. the Americanized? I don't know. We need to look that up. Yeah, we do. <sighs> All right. Uh, the young woman, we talked about this lady a few months ago. Uh, or, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Young woman who traveled coast to coast on rollerblades has completed her nearly 4,000-mile journey. Yancy Ho, 23, originally from Hong Kong, kicked off her adventure in Miami, uh, documenting the seven-month trip with a makeshift selfie stick. Uh, most impressively, she traveled with no money, relying instead on the kindness of others to give her a place to sleep and eat. Ho said she started the journey as a way to challenge the idea that girls shouldn't be doing things on their own because they're weaker and more likely to become a victim of dangerous situations. At which point, I recall both of us saying, gosh, I hope she's not a victim of a dangerous situation. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Because that would be the saddest end to this news story. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that she's Thank the Lord she made it all the way through. Uh, That would be an interesting documentary. Like that I hope, she, I hope she took a lot of video. Yeah, if she could, I don't know how she could. How she keep her phone charged all the time? That's but, true. But still, that'd been that'd be neat to see. Yep. Do you know one of our principals 
here in the town actually did something very similar years ago. Really? Years ago. Yeah. Can I say his name? I don't know. I mean, is it a good thing? We're not yeah. bashing him, right? Yeah. So no, not at ahead. all. So Wayne Marshall. Yeah. He, when he was in his early 20s, he started out in Arizona and his goal was to travel all the way, crud, I can't remember. He went up into the Canadian border, back down, and then his goal was to make it back to Arizona eventually. Okay. But it's all part of his testimony, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, made it up to Canada and things happened where he just could not travel on his bike any longer. All part in how he came to know God as his savior. Hmm. But... Yeah, and he did the same thing. Didn't really know a whole lot of people, didn't really have a whole lot of money, didn't really have a whole lot of plan. Just going on the kindness. However, this was 30 years ago. Yeah, I was about to say, it sounds like an 80s thing or something. Yeah. 80s, 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So world was was pretty different back then. It's amazing how different the world has been since we were kids. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for some fun. Your comprehensive guide to all the holiday snacks on the shelves this year. Mm-hmm. You sounded weird when you said that. Why? Holiday snacks holiday on the snacks. shelves this year. Yes. Because <laughs> I was excited. All right. So we got peppermint bark Oreos with hmm. crunchy sugar crystals inside the cream filling. These cookies give the sensation of traditional peppermint bark. That's exciting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think it'd be better if they were the thin Oreos even. Yeah, you're right. I think they would. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. But you probably couldn't get candy bits in the cream in the thin one because the thin has a very, very thin layer. That's true. Yeah. So, debunked. Uh, Nestle Toll House Lump of Coal Cookies. Yes. Maybe getting yes! coal for Christmas isn't a bad thing. That's what I'm getting Cannon in his stocking. I give I put coal in his stocking every year since he was like three years old. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I see why. Yeah. The, <laughs> the sw- I'm just kidding, Cannon. You don't listen to the show, but He hey. actually does, does in he? the mornings. Yep, he Aww. sits with me in the mornings and listens Cannon, to Cannon, right? you listen to the show. I know. Uh, he's this. a cool kid. Even though he steals all the candy from the pastor's table at Trunk or Treat, he's a cool kid. These sweet, gooey, uber chocolate cookies uh, would be a welcome addition to any stocking, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gingerbread man peeps. Ew. No, thank you. Make me vomit right nope. away. Why don't you? Don't even read it, Matt. Just go on to the next one. Gross, gross, jelly, gross. Jelly belly champagne jelly beans. Despite the name, the product is alcohol-free. <laughs> It was my coffee this morning. I don't know. Uh, Which means that you can buy them for any age group on your gifting list. You can choose between purchasing one single bottle or a 48 bottle case. So these come in a cool little champagne bottle. I was going to say. I. That's neat. Way to go, Jelly Belly. You know what? And I bet they really do taste like champagne. I'm sure they do. Because gosh darn, they're really good at mimicking flavors. Uh, Good or bad. Yeah, right. (laughs) Good or bad flavors, they got it down to a science. See, Matt, we have to bring back our show. I know, and I hate that punishment. That was the worst punishment of all for me. We need to bring back our show. (laughs) Then again, I only got punished once. You you got all the punishments. For real. Even when I won, I got the punishments. Okay, so here's the thing. Just send me, like, the script. 
uh-huh. what it looks like, uh-huh. and I'll start writing them. You want to start writing yep, them? Yep, just well, send it, it to really, me. Really, it's just about planning the game. At okay, this, at that so point. send it to me <laughs> the, so we can do this. The problem wasn't that. The problem was the time it takes me to put the videos together. We are going to do a holiday comeback. Oh, I don't think we can do that. Yes, we can. We don't have just time one for episode. That. We don't have just time. Just one for episode, that. Matt. We don't have time just for one that. episode, Matt. One episode. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. Just one. <laughs> just right, one. We'll I think I said Let's this get... last year. I think I said I wanted to do a holiday episode last year. We did do a holiday episode. Or well, I guess, was it two years ago when we did these, or was it Matt, last year? I don't know. Listen, I'm pretty sure it was last year. We did it last year. We need to do it again. You're not my real friend if you don't let me do this. You're supposed to want guys, the best for me. Guys, Mo's had a rough day. <laughs> don't, take, don't take her emotional outburst too seriously. No, take it completely serious. Completely serious. All right. We can talk about it after Thanksgiving, all right? Possibly. Then we won't have any time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we're gonna do it tomorrow. We could <laughs> Wednesday. We could Wednesday before Thanksgiving. All right. All right. Can we move on, please? Yep. Uh, Market pantry sugar cookie milk. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. But right? no, no. Think about putting this on your cereal. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's just essentially it's just adding sugar to your milk. <laughs> it's just sweet milk. That's <laughs> it's all, it is. all that it is. <laughs> Yeah, okay, maybe. Hershey's Hot Cocoa Kisses. It's the go-to cozy drink of the season, now in the form of a classic candy. I can't do kisses. It's like too much chocolate. Really? Yeah. I can't do it. Like of any flavor? If I'm going to do any, it's going to be the, what is the, stri- is it the hugs? The hugs? The ones yeah. with the, yeah. It's like white chocolate, white but it's got. Yeah, like a swirl almost, uh-huh. yeah. Yep. It's more like layers almost. It's like a sweater. <laughs> like <laughs> stripes. Horizontal stripes. Yeah. You should really wear vertical. You'd look thinner. Kisses. <laughs> uh, candy cane Hershey's Kisses. Okay, what about these? This doesn't have chocolate at all. I might be able... Because it's white chocolate. Yeah, which I isn't... Might, yeah, which isn't chocolate, chocolate at all. all. <laughs> um, you know, the first time somebody told me that, I debated that with yeah. them. <laughs> There's no cocoa in it. It wouldn't be chocolate if it doesn't say chocolate in the name. It is white chocolate. It is chocolate. Mom, they wouldn't let the manager get hit and go to the hospital. Wrestling is real, Mom. You and you and Topher. I I say it all the time. Cannon is Chris. Topher is myself. Mila is just a perfect mix of the two. <laughs> Uh, all right, Lint Schnickerdoodle White Chocolate Truffles. Hmm. This is a lot of things, uh, but I bet I would try it because <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound terrible. Just sounds like like. Well, what is Snickerdoodle exactly? Is it just cinnamon it's, sugar? Uh huh. Yeah, so cinnamon sugar, white chocolate, right? That sounds yeah. pretty good. That doesn't sound bad. No, that could work. I could, I could be down with that. Dove hot cocoa with marshmallow creme. Uh, chocolate brand. Yeah, yeah, doesn't say anything about it. Uh, and then the big one is M&M's hot cocoa with marshmallows. They used to have the hot cocoa flavor M&M's as a limited time Christmas thing. But this year they changed it up. 
and they put a white chocolate marshmallow center in the middle. We talked about these a couple weeks ago, didn't we? Uh, are they the ones that are only at Target? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think they are. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> there was something else that was on. Uh, someone posted some food blog or whatever posted like a Ben and Jerry's flavor that's only available at Target. It's like a dark chocolate mint thing. And I did the whole clapback thing. His first comment on there was exclusive flavors are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and I have gotten like 16 likes on that. <laughs> I agree. They are, they are dumb. When you live in a small town who refuses <laughs> to get, get a Target. Them. Never get them. Yep. All right, folks. Uh, we've got. I'm so a, excited for this. <laughs> a. Uh, Okay, we have to be very careful about this. Well, yes. Because it was initially, it's initially marketed as a drinking game. But of course, we don't want anyone to stumble. So this is not about getting plastered. This is about getting sick on non-alcoholic eggnog. Which I would because I am lactose intolerant. So <laughs> so if you're playing this drinking game, remember it is a drinking game of something that's not alcoholic. That's how we're going to play this game. Yeah. So this is the Hallmark Christmas movie non-alcoholic drinking game. And this is how it works, okay? We're going to be watching Hallmark Christmas movies, of which, as we discussed earlier, they were playing, like, what, 48 this year or something like that? It's a lot. It's Yeah. I It's more than number of days in December. Right. They, like, they started yeah. in October yeah. playing them yeah, on two different channels. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, you take a, a, a sip of your non-alcoholic eggnog when one of these things happen, okay? New York City opening. The movie opens with footage, B-roll, of New York City. Mention a dead spouse or a parent. A deceased spouse, parent, or formative family member is referred to by name. Working over Christmas? (laughs) One of the film's leads, or both, is forced to work over the holidays. Does this sound like a Hallmark movie to you so far? A little, yeah. Possible Santa enters. (laughs) A large, jolly, white-bearded man enters the plot, ideally named Nick or Chris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick and Chris, what's going on here? You the really? Fans You're of Christmas? just now putting this together? They were named after Christmas? Okay. Do you really want to know? I do. Okay, so Nick, Chris's brother, is yeah. a twin. Right. Okay, so it's Nick and Nicole. Yeah. Nicole's middle name, fun fact, is Noel. Nick and Nicole's birthday what? is December 22nd. Ah. Okay. Nick or Nicole was supposed to be a boy. Until <laughs> the day that she was born, she was a boy. They thought she was a boy. Well, and I so mean, it was. She was a boy before then. But. <laughs> so it was Nicholas and Christopher. That's what the twins were going to be. Because of Christmas. I did not know that that's why they were named that way. Uh huh. And That's so when cool. Julie and Jerry got pregnant with Chris, they J- Julie loved the name him. Christopher so much. The leftover name. So he got the leftover. Yeah, don't say that, please. <laughs> he deals with a lot of... <laughs> a, lot of a lot of the younger brother, not part of the twins. Yeah. Not special. Jerry and Julie, Nick and Nicole, everybody else has blue eyes. He only He's the only one with brown. He Yeah. They just... <sighs> Now he has the leftover name. <laughs> yeah, let's just. <laughs> right, we won't, let's forget that. I'm not going to make that joke to his face. 
right. Uh, take a drink when someone says the title uh, of the movie. December Bride Watchers Beware. Uh, perfect Tree is Found. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tree shopping hits pay dirt with a selection of a perfect tree, typically on a lot. Uh, snowed in by fate? Question mark. Uh, sudden weather means romantic leads must remain in home, cabin, or town together. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> mistletoe pointed out. A, sud- a character points out the mistletoe, almost certainly missed beforehand. <laughs> Betrayal. <laughs> character actions are perceived, usually through misunderstanding, as sinister breaking of trust. Cue the montage. Any montage begins. Cooking, baking, decorating. If in doubt, listen for sudden music. (laughs) Carolers attack. You always hear them first. But all appearances of caroling count. That's real snow. The film was shot on location, usually Canada, not requiring artificial snow. If you notice that that's real snow, take a drink of your non-alcoholic eggnog. Lame. Ooh. Okay. Girl, I don't understand how this is. What does BG mean? BG? Lame girlfriend or BG? The All right. Well, it's a, the, the crashes the party. The existing deadbeat uh unworthy romantic partner of a lead interrupts the development of this new love. I don't know what BG meant. Maybe it was supposed to be BF because the keys are right next to each other. Oh, on the keyboard. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> highly cons- conspicuous extra. Background acting is an art form. When an extra fails, honor them with a drink. As in looking at the camera or flailing or talking too loudly. Uh, enter the Christmas expert. Quote unquote. Someone is referred to or shown to be an expert in a holiday hobby or skill. Uh, tradition is uttered. The word tradition is spoken by anyone in any context. Take a drink of your non-alcoholic Cape Dog. Hey, that actor again. An actor is recognized from a previous Hallmark movie only. <laughs> Describe the previous role by plot or title and give all present a drink. Speak too soon and draw a blank and you have to finish your own drink of your non-alcoholic eggnog. Time allowed is at discretion of the other players to do so. <sighs> that's kind of how I feel with a lot of these movies. <laughs> I've only seen a handful of them, but I'm like, these are the same seven actors I've seen in all the movies <laughs> every year. Uh, oh, gosh. They're very bad about this, too. I've noticed this. Empty cup used. A stunt cup. Can, it's supposed to be containing cocoa or coffee or whatever, and they're just whipping it all around, and nothing's flying out. They're really? I've yes. never noticed no, that. Yeah, that's all you'll notice now. Just like if I was that's holding funny. a cup of coffee, even if it was half full, that would have been all over the other dude's shirt. Just like pointing it at people and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. Emotional snow, quote unquote. A moment of emotional weight is rendered even more poignant by gentle snowfall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we call manipulative snow manipulative snow <laughs> it, it makes us feel a certain way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, any mention of god or faith any judeo-christian religious significance is ascribed to the holidays uh you get a sip of your non-alcoholic eggnog 
Uh, Christmas sleigh. Enter a Christmas sleigh. Enters the plot. Or a horse-drawn carriage is boarded. Nutcracker spotted. Uh, player spots a new nutcracker in the frame with the uh, with the first to call it out, giving one drink to one other player. Uh, Near-miss kiss. Leads are interrupted moments away from a kiss. Must have begun moving into the action for it to count, though. You know, heads must be coming closer together. Uh, no shame, you're invested. You confess to those present, including yourself, that you are unabashedly invested in this story coming to a happy ending. You have to take a sip. <laughs> alcoholic, non-alcoholic eggnog. Non-alcoholic. Non-alcoholic. Uh, any pet is on screen, literally any house pet. The film cuts away to a different scene or shot, and the pet remains upon return. Drink again. Snow fight erupts. Snowball fighting of any kind begins, ideally as deeply romantic flirting. <laughs> <laughs> a town festival is jeopardized. How many towns actually have, like, legit festivals like i understand we have a parade but then it's done we don't have like this all day festival event maybe we should but i mean i feel like when you're watching a hallmark movie every town on earth has this giant christmas festival usually days long matt every hallmark (laughs) movie takes place in the same town that's (laughs) the saddest and yet happiest town (laughs) I never said sad. I want to live there. It's sad because everybody's got to go through these monumental, depressing trips to find love. That's all about being insanely uh, insulted by a misunderstanding any given time. This is where you would be happy there. Oh, burn. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? This is where our Italian friend, Laura, needs to go. Oh, the so woman that, she that married herself. Have to marry herself. We talked about her on Monday. Yeah. That's true. Move to Canada. Get out of Italy or wherever you're at. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can't sell clothes blank. A beloved town or family business property is revealed to be imminently closing or sold to an evil corporation. <laughs> that happens too often. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got a secret. A lead or a supporting character is keeping a shameful secret, but secretly something to soon be proud of. Or leads have actual chemistry. The holy grail of Hallmark, romantic leads who have genuine sparks on screen can be decided on a player-to-player basis, but still, that's something to uh, celebrate. But now we get to the big guns. Uh-oh. Finish your drink. Chug that non-alcoholic eggnog. Chug it. Chug it. When one of these few things happen. Number one, a big promotion. Either the male or female lead who has been competing for the new job promotion Shanghai office finally claims victory, usually over a bitter workplace rival. Number two, twist ending. Subverting expectations, a false breakup, or (gasps) refusing said promotion. If nobody saw it coming, see that drink emptying. Christmas Miracle. Up to the discretion of those watching to determine if magical feel-good moments proves that anything is possible at Christmas. Santa confirmed. Whether riding a sleigh, disappearing in a blink, or meeting up with Mrs. Claus, toast to Santa and another match made. Real 
actual kiss. <laughs> when the lovers finally kiss to finish the film, show respect for an actual kiss. No pecs allowed. By drinking to believability, you are non-alcoholic eggnog. And lastly, non-leads find love. Oh. When some of the stars, but when the supporting, uh, we come for the stars, but when the supporting cast uh, kindles a love of their own, if it's a parent or a town senior citizen, let it be a reminder to reach out to the parent or supportive senior in your life. Oh my goodness. (laughs) They need love too. Uh, this comes from Screen Rant, but I think they got it from somewhere else. Um, yeah, I don't know. Comes from somewhere, but anyway, it's these a are good all one. very yeah. It's very. However, I recognize a lot of those tropes. I feel like it was too lengthy. Like the secret to a good drinking game is you got to keep it short and sweet. Because by the end of it, you're not remembering the words. That's true. There are a lot to remember. There are a lot of rules. Yeah. (laughs) So essentially, I'm just drinking my eggnog through the whole movie. But there's also a lot of things that are in a lot of Hallmark movies. (laughs) So you're right. It is just drinking the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) What this game boils down to is just... Throwing up by act two. It is. That's all it is. Yep. Whether it's alcoholic or not, you're going to be puking. So you just keep the jug next to you, the jug of eggnog, (laughs) because one glass isn't going to do it. (laughs) Not going to work out with that tiny little moose glass from uh, Christmas Vacation. I do want one of our listeners, actually, I want a lot of our listeners to do this. Okay, sit down and watch a Hallmark Christmas movie. And then I want to hear on our church page how many glasses it took you. To get through the movie. We'll see who our winner is. <laughs> oh, man. I'm curious. So many Christmas movies. I'm going to do it. Yeah, go for I'll it. I'll start the post. I'll I'll do it. And then everybody <laughs> else is going to have to join in. It's a new rule of being a part of our, our church page. Uh, you have to participate. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right, folks. All right. Are this, we ready? a lot. This Are we done? Much. I think that's it. Uh, Are we, done? we have we have another segment, but we've gone long, uh, so let's just let's just be quick about it. So, what's okay. your favorite segment? Ready? Yeah. Ask us anything. Our question for today is: What would be the worst thing to hear as you're going under <laughs> anesthesia before heart surgery? Miss <laughs> Oaks, don't worry. When you wake up, your gallbladder will be completely removed. That's the worst thing to hear. That's what I would think at that point. Oh, no, I'm here for heart surgery. I'm not here for golf. What? Huh? Oh, what? <laughs> okay, you want to know what mine is? What? Just as I'm fading away, my eyes are closing. I'm losing consciousness. I hear, what the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, it's Indie Music Tuesday. We're playing a little bit more of the independent Christian music mixed in with our hits this morning. Stick around, we'll be back in a little while to close out the show. As we are ready to close out the show this Tuesday morning, we got your Bible verse and thought for the day. 
Bible verse for the day is Psalm 95, 1 through 2. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. And our thought for the day comes from Max Lucado. He reminds us, weary, angry, sad, hungry, thirsty. Jesus endured all these feelings and many more. So we would know he understands. We can come to him. Before we sign off, we want to remind you of our giveaway beginning yesterday and then over the course of the next two weeks in our Facebook group, Back Row Baptist Church, we will randomly post our giveaway image. If you share the image, you get added to the random drawing. And each time we post the image, you can share it again for another entry. But what are we giving away? Well, we've got two awesome things from one of our featured indie metal bands, fantastic band called Three Days Under. We've got an extra large t-shirt from them and their full album. And we're also throwing in a copy of our original party game judge not which we've talked about as our show sponsor all morning the prize is worth over 50 bucks join our group on facebook mm, pardon me on facebook by searching back row baptist church and then look for that image Ooh, got hiccups thank you for joining us this morning (laughs) we're here every monday through thursday starting at 7 a.m eastern 4 a.m pacific with an encore presentation at 10 a.m eastern and 7 a.m pacific if you ever miss one of our shows you can find all the chatty bits mashed together into a podcast for you over on backrowradio.com oh and thank you for today's sponsor (laughs) judge not (laughs) whoa what's the final word I'm going to buy some eggnog. (laughs) That's it for today's show. If you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye.